0: here and welcome to Motive in the Mountains. For those of you who have not listened to a motive before, this is where myself and some of our co-hosts will discuss the last two weeks cases. I know sometimes people don't like a lot of chick chat during the actual episode, so this gives us a chance to actually explore theories, other motives of why things happened and Gives the co host from that week. Sometimes they remember things or have a different perspective after re listening. And the co hosts who weren't on it, then they also have feedback. Also, so this week we have Megan, who was the co host on our Jacob Wetterling case, and Lisa, who was our co host on the Carrie Farver case. So those are the two cases that we will be discussing this week. And we will start with Jacob Wetterling, who was a, um 11 year old boy who was kidnapped um, like right off of his street and his body was not found. I think it was like 20 some years later when they finally caught the man who did it. So who would like to start the discussion on Jacob?
1: Like, I guess I can start it (laughs) since she was the co-host.
0: So what I know that this was a big thing for Megan was the fact that Danny Heinrich literally picked Jacob out of a group of like three other people, his brother and his best friend and him. So what what are y'all's thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on maybe um, Danny not getting any prison time in exchange for where the body is and the fact that it took 27 years for them to finally get Danny, even though he was on their radar um, from the very beginning.
1: Okay. So, When I was listening to it, um, I had kind of the same thoughts that Megan did about him, like, picking his, like, pick of the litter, I guess. Um, But I wonder, so I know that he had the connection to the other boy, Jared. I almost wonder, like, how many other 11, 10 to 12-year-old boys did he have this kind of encounter with? Um, How many did he let go? How many did he not? how many did not come forward, um, is clearly a repeat offender and clearly has a type. And so that was just a little bit disturbing.
0: So he definitely did have other victims that he sexually assaulted because, I mean, it was like a thing in that area at the time. And it was to my knowledge that he did let every other boy go. And he, I mean, admitted, and you can take this for what it's worth, he admitted that the, like, he only killed Jacob because he heard the police sirens of them looking for him, and he freaked, like he panicked. So, like with Jared and other boys, he did let them go, and that is why um, and he could not be charged with anybody else's case, not even Jared's, because the statute of limitations had ran out, which is another thing we can touch on, because Megan and I kind of talked about it that even having a statute of limitations is ridiculous.
1: Agreed. And the um going back to your point on him not doing jail time for Jacob's death, but doing jail time for the child pornography, it was a little weird to me that the parents would agree to something like that. I mean, I I understand them wanting to or know the location of um the body but I feel like there was no justice there oh no I just feel like he kind of got off easy at that point granted yes he's still in jail I get that but I feel like this is like death penalty level and not just jail time level
0: and they probably did only accept the plea because they were told that he would not ever get out of jail So as long as he's not able to do it as somebody else's child and they can bury their child and, you know, know where he is, that would be my only, you know, reason.
1: Like, what is that? How is that stopping other people that are like him? Like other people are like, oh, well, it's just jail time, you know, (laughs) I mean, this is literally just me being annoyed by. Um, something that I clearly can't control, but i I just feel like more should have been done there, but this that wasn't a problem with law enforcement, which you know usually I point out I think that they did what they needed to do in this case. um, I think that the parents reacted to i mean with the plea deal they're they were doing just anything that they could do to have peace of mind and know where their son was, so I guess I get that, but as a outsider with no children and somebody who just likes to listen to true crime. I feel like he should have gotten more than what he did.
2: Um, I, I think what Alexa meant, I think, I'm not sure about um, the parents, meaning not other, it would stop other people, but specifically they felt comfortable that he wouldn't get out. I just wouldn't feel that comfortable because it's not, It's a judge or someone saying, oh, we're never going to let him out, but people quit. New people start. You can get a really good lawyer. So, to me, I would just be too afraid that if he found a good lawyer and they were like, oh, well, they agreed to this deal, him not getting charged to that murder at all would just be a little scary for me. It seems like they could have kept, and I don't know, because maybe they did, kept pushing um, to find the body. I wonder if there were any other plea deals offered. Like you said, it's not really something we could control but a lot of times people go for less years or not the death but definitely life just getting charged for the pornography is it just seems so low
0: and also maybe they should just have harsher child pornography charges and rape charges sexual abuse charges and then if he was death like definitively getting um you know, put away for life, maybe that would make both of y'all feel better. <laughs> like, if the sentence for child porn was life, you know?
1: Yeah, that's, I think that that is a good way to say it. Because just jail time for child pornography, especially being linked to two other cases, at, at least two other cases of um, abduction and child molestation and whatever. I just think that it should be more. And um,
2: I feel sorry for the parents, but I honestly don't think that low of a plea deal should even be available, legal, to put on the table when murder's involved. I feel like there should just be a minimum of this, and that would suck if you never got to know where your child was. But if it's murder, it surprises me that you can even just... That the plea deal could be nothing. Because... Him getting charged for the um, child pornography is a separate charge. So it's weird to me that they can even offer no jail time. Usually it's something. So that's strange too, just like looking at it from the legal
0: side. But also they did not have really any physical evidence tying him to Jacob. So they needed his confession and he had denied it initially. And then he decided, yeah, I'll talk as long as I get a plea deal. So it's like he kind of held all the cards because it's not even like they could take him to trial with any evidence, especially not having a body. So that's also probably, you know, their hands were tied. The parents just wanted to know where the body was. So they kind of didn't have a whole lot of options.
2: That's true. Maybe the dad was planning on, if he does get out. (laughs) Vigilante
0: justice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe not. Anywho. So speaking of the dad, not that I think that either of the parents did anything wrong. I think that the dad was just allowing his son and his friends to do what they wanted to do. And he, you know, reassured that they were going to take the safety precautions that they should have to be able to be seen at night. Whatever. I don't think he did anything wrong. But I cannot imagine that conversation between him and his wife later on that day, like after they figured out what happened to their son, you know, and she's like, well, I told him not to go. And the dad's like, wait, you did? I said that they could. I like just, I just can't imagine that conversation and the emotion. I actually forgot about that part.
2: Yeah. That that's just unfortunate. Cause I'm sure the dad felt guilty and I'm sure the mom felt, anger that's not like so logical in the moment because honestly that probably happened before they probably frequently walked to that movie store and when I was younger 90s we still walked around everywhere and we definitely walked to the movie store so I'm sure there was like mixed emotions and everything yeah I can't imagine either that would just really suck
1: yeah and when uh I was listening to the episode and they were talking about um you know, just asking to walk to go rent a movie. Like, see it seems harmless. But in today's, like, day and time, I don't know of any parent who would allow their kid to walk a mile down the street at nighttime, even with, like, a group. I mean, you're talking 11 years old. That's still very young.
0: Yeah, definitely not nowadays. But, like Megan says, probably the norm, and they probably did it all the time. You know, and it, and even the mom was just like, no, you could get hit by a car, not you could get kidnapped. Like, that wasn't even on her radar. It was literally like, you're riding your bike at night. You're not going to be seen, you know?
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, when I think about being a kid, we were everywhere. It's kind of alarming now, and I'm glad I'm alive. We used to rollerblade. Uh, like, we used to walk to the pet store because we just wanted to look at the pets my mom let us walk down the street. We were outside all the time alone, all the time. alone, (laughs) And it was just like a bunch of kids were out alone. And that's just what you did. So it's now, no, I wouldn't let my kids go anywhere, but it's just different. But I think people just, unfortunately, when we listen to some of these older cases, which are still happening now, honestly, but I think a lot more people have learned, but it is wild to think about like how far we were sometimes on rollerblades or bike, just or walking by ourselves
1: another thing too you had said something that made me think of this um did uh he ever say or allude to this being like premeditated maybe not the murder being premeditated but the kidnapping because i mean he's clearly hiding you know in the woods or behind this building or whatever and. I don't know. It, I mean, to me it doesn't make sense. Like nighttime is not the time that I would think somebody would be uh waiting to abduct a child. Uh so it makes me wonder like what was he doing out there? Was he waiting for children to be walking into this little convenience store or was his goal something else? Was it a woman? Was it, you know, to rob the place? Like what was his initial
0: goal so i don't know if he was out just trolling the streets looking for children and he wasn't even at the convenience store he saw them when they were like biking to the convenience store and then he waited for them to bike back so i don't know if he was out there for the intention or if he saw them and saw opportunity and then he waited or what it was, but as soon as he saw them, it definitely became premeditated.
2: I would definitely say it was boys, though, because he was a repeat offender and he had the child pornography. He probably did that often and just, like, rode around until he's seen an opportunity, because that's what a lot of the pedophiles and child predators do. And, like I said, maybe he did—I get what you're saying at night, because maybe most kids should be up, but— Uh, there's so many of these stories, though, where somebody was outside and it was a little bit later. So maybe it was just like he would ride around until he saw a kid that did happen to be out.
0: And that's definitely what he did with Jared because Jared was like coming out of a cafe and he was just sitting in his car and he's like, hey, can you help me? Like with directions. And so he saw that opportunity and he took it. But at the same time, that wasn't at night. So I understand what you're saying. Like, doesn't seem like prime prowling time but i mean honestly who freaking knows
1: yeah i agree um also if if he was just out like say he had no intention of finding anything that night he was literally just strolling along and then all of a sudden it just clicked like you said i think at that point it's like. Okay, plan. Gonna do this. Only need one. Gonna pick the one that I want. Gonna do whatever I'm gonna do and then I'm gonna let him go. Gets scared, kills the kid, and then that's that. I don't know. It's, and this is me like trying to get into the mind of a, of a, you know, a sexual offender and a murderer. And I can't do that. I like, I can't, my mind doesn't go there, but. I'm trying to, like, think what was he thinking. Well,
0: it was probably it's really- exactly what he was thinking. I'm just going to pick somebody, do my thing, let him go, go home, go to bed.
2: It's really gross to think about because obviously we're not like that. But it almost seems like since he hadn't killed anybody before, as to our knowledge, maybe he was just strolling this night, not planning. But then he saw this boy and was really attracted to him, which is disgusting. And then he did it and maybe it wasn't as planned as he usually plans them. And that's why he got scared and ended up shooting him since this was supposedly the only time he murdered. So, yeah, maybe it wasn't planned, but it's just gross because then you have to think he saw an opportunity was like attracted to him and then picking him out of the three. So it actually does seem like it was probably more unplanned in this incident. Which is
0: gross, and I don't even think he could have been attracted to him at first glance because they were riding the bikes, and that's probably why he like looked at them all. But it is creepy because it's like, okay, you see that one kid. That kid's probably. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't. This sounds so like it's just so gross. Like picking out which boy you want, but it's like, how do you know that the boy you just let go wasn't the most attractive one? Like, you just know. Like, was it the I mean, they were similar in age. I know his little brother was too young, but then it's like I don't know. The whole thing is disgusting.
2: Yeah, it's gross because he's attracted to <laughs> You're like, how does he know because you're a normal human being? He knows because he's legit attracted to children and it's gross. But anyways, that's all I have on this one.
0: <laughs> Same. All right. So y'all ready to go into the next case? All right. Well, yeah. you both know this case, so I'm going to let one of you guys give the synopsis.
2: I I guess I should start since she started, since this was... Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, dang. Um, well, Megan I, had to get a big gulp of her refreshing I, 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 Dasani yeah. before she had to wet her whistle before speaking about yeah. this case. Don't ah. say wet her whistle. i felt to wet your whistle stop
2: (laughs) Um, anyways I already I've heard this case before so I was listening to it and telling Alexa as I listened to it um I can't wait till Lisa gets to the crazy end on this one because what a plot twist
1: um my mouth literally the whole like the whole case I like I was on one path And then immediately it was like hard left. And I was like,
2: (laughs) it's bonkers. I don't even know what to say about this one. I just think it's interesting when you get into the way men murder versus the way women murder. And obviously it's not in every case, but a lot of women have these crazy in-depth, insane stalker, um, stories and the thing that was interesting the most to me is she came over she was the one leaving and the other one came over so it just became in seconds it was just jealousy and she was like I'm gonna get him back and this is how I'm gonna do it but the time and the detail and I don't know if you pointed this out or not I can't remember But she burned down her own house and killed her own animals. That part always got me because I'm like, you could have like conveniently been like, oh, she burned my house down. I'm so glad I happened to be boarding my animals that day. Or I'm like, you planned this and you killed your own freaking animals. It was just really, really insane the lengths she went through to frame a dead woman she already killed. It's, it's the whole case is literally, it sounds fake. It seems like a movie.
0: And she shot herself. What? I did not specifically point all this stuff out, but I mean, it was insinuated, but I did not drive that point home that, yeah, she literally burnt her house, killed her animals, shot herself. I mean, this had to have been a full time job. Like, 50,000 texts over three years, like hundreds a day. Like, who has that time?
2: I think I could, and the shooting, the shooting yourself is insane because I can barely, like, I have the diabetes (laughs) and I have to prick myself.
0: I have the diabetes. (laughs) I have the diabetes.
2: (laughs) It takes me like five minutes to prick my finger because this is new for me uh so people who've had to do it since childhood is unfortunate but it takes me forever to like talk myself up but I could probably shoot myself before I could kill my dog that's just crazy I mean she killed a human being so I guess I'm like focusing on the wrong things but just doing all that self-hurt To get this man is crazy too. And it's very, very interesting. I wish we could, um, the fact that he thought he was being stalked and growing closer to this woman, bonding over being stalked together and then realizing that it wasn't just a crazy stalker. You're getting stalked by the person who is deceiving you. And not only that, she's a murderer. It's just like his mind must have been like, I'm never dating again that this is nuts.
1: Yeah, so several several thoughts went through my head during this case. Um, one because it I had to like uh, tell myself again. So once you posted the pictures of everybody on Instagram, I had to like tell myself again, like Carrie is not the bad one because throughout the entire case, and literally until you were like, plot twist, it was Liz. I had in my head that Carrie is crazy. She is off her meds. You know, she is just psycho, stalker, whatever. And it's, uh and even like just you, re- or Megan, you retelling, you know, like what happened. I, I'm still having to like tell myself that Carrie is not the bad one because Liz did honestly, such a good job of framing this other woman who at that point, I mean, we didn't know it, but who was already dead. And the commitment, the sheer commitment was insane. I, again, I don't think that, I think it's hard for me to understand because I can't logically think of why anybody would want to do that. Why anybody would like be in that mindset. Um, so yeah, I think that was just why it was so crazy to me. There was no motive. There was literally like a little bit of jealousy. That's it. They, they saw past each other for 30 seconds in the hall. And so it was just kind of crazy to me. Well, the motive was him. It's when it's those
2: people who get so obsessed with another human being, it's insane. So the sad part is it wasn't even really about Carrie. She just knew he liked Carrie or whatever. And she wanted to be the only one. But it's crazy because it's like, that was what her first date with him. And she got obsessed with him like that. Uh, and then decided like, I got to get this other girl out of the picture. And the other girl, and the thing that really sucks and hurts is like a lot of people have bipolar disorder and it it is unfortunate because you can have something like that and maybe if you already are a stalker and have some of those tendencies maybe it can make it worse but there are plenty of people who have bipolar and they're not a stalker and they're not a murderer but it was just I think something that that was there so people were like, oh, okay. But the mom was really pushing it. Cause she was like, no, I know she has this, but that's not how she is. This doesn't sound like her. And I'm really glad the mom like stepped her guns. Cause then maybe they wouldn't have figured it out. Also, thank goodness for like IP addresses and like people who can search that stuff because otherwise she did do a very good job. And I don't think she would have gotten caught if they weren't able to be like, oh, you sent these messages to yourself, because who does all that crap to themselves? It's just crazy.
1: So one thing, really quick, I was saying, like, how she, and you just said, like, how she did a really good job of framing this person. Until the end, when the cops knew that it was her, but they just needed, like, more information. And so they're, like, sitting here, like, well you know, she would know where the body was or she would know like how it was done and when and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then conveniently, you know, just after that conversation, she gets these text messages or emails saying like almost answering their questions. And so I think that that was kind of like, well, you did that to yourself. Dumb, dumb.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You said that at the end and that was a point i didn't think of you made a very very good point you were like why didn't the cops press further since they were playing her they caught on to her game and i think it really is stupid to give them everything they want right when they say it um but i think she thought at that point she was so smart and no one was figuring it out but i do wish they had pushed harder like you said like well we're gonna need a body or how do we know this is True. And also insane that she got the other X that had nothing to do with any of this.
0: So I had this thought because uh, like after Lisa said the whole why didn't they press on a body and I don't know if they did or didn't. It would be kind of nuts if they didn't. But she did say that she put her body in a garbage bag. So I'm wondering if it's similar to the Lauren Giddings case where she just dumped it and now it's in a landfill and it's never going to be found. So that is what crossed my mind. Second thing that y'all mentioned was how, yeah. How are you going to rope in the ex wife? Like simmer down. Like you're, that is, you're doing too much. You could have just stuck with your Carrie story and it would have been fine. Even though obviously you were you were wild and out there with the whole Carrie storyline, but then you are bringing a sweet little Amy into this. She's probably like, I don't even care about Dave anymore, and like all of these women were told, this is casual, this isn't serious. So Liz once again simmered down, and she's one of those she's one of those women that it's like, I need to get the other woman out of the picture like girl it's not the other woman it's the guy it's like the women who when their significant other cheats on them that they're like that hoe and it's like no your husband's the hoe your boyfriend's the hoe get rid of him too The <laughs> you know whatever like carrie was under the impression that liz didn't matter because it was casual you know what i'm saying so i digress
2: yeah, you have a good point too about the ex-wife. I think that's and Lisa I think that's when it got unbelievable. Cause he already knew her pattern. He had that was his ex-wife. They probably hadn't even been
1: speaking.
2: So I just feel like she really lost it in the end because that's when it starts to get like, okay, well, why would she be doing this? And why would she be coming into play now? And then Alexa to your point. I don't even know if we can say anything because she's just so crazy. It was so extreme. But he wasn't even being a bad guy technically because he was being honest with all of them. But she did write that like whore on the car. So I feel like she did see her that way, which is totally unfair in this case.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm guilty as well uh, for you know, just in my own life, like it's always the, the woman's fault, right? Like, oh, that what a hussy, you know, getting with, getting with my man, getting with, you know, if if a guy cheats, well, where's the woman? What's the woman doing? And, uh, nine times out of 10, the woman is probably just collateral damage. (laughs) And the guy is the one who's the hussy. So in this case, That wasn't the case, but that's what Liz is going after, I feel
0: like. Yeah, it's like uh, a lot of the times, like obviously not in this situation, but a lot of times like you're saying, like when people blame the woman. Sometimes that woman has no idea that that guy has somebody else. He is probably not like, hello, I'm married. Would you like to have sex? You know, it's probably like wife, kids. What? No. So she has no idea. So, yeah, collateral damage, not her fault. But, yeah, Dave was not being a player. He was not doing anything wrong. He said it was casual. And Liz was over there to get her stuff. So it was like, what are you even doing? Why do you even care? And also, I don't even think Amy lived in Omaha. Like, remember that, like, Dave just moved to Nebraska. So it's like, why is Amy coming all the way over here to, like, shoot you in the park? Doubt it.
1: The other thing, too. So I feel like if Liz really felt this serious about Dave, like, serious enough that she had stuff over in his house and um, she's willing to go through all these links to get rid of other women. Why wouldn't she have put up more of a, a fight or whatever when they ended things? Because I feel like had she, had she had done that, he would have suspected her more, you know, like had, had she been like, I don't know, like didn't want to break up with him, fought more about it or whatever. And maybe showed a little bit more of her stalkerish behaviour behavior that he would have suspected it more. But instead, she just cool, calm, and collected, left, came back casually to get her stuff, and then was like, Oh, this bitch gotta go.
2: Yeah, I think she's crazy enough, and she's probably like stalked people before to know that. To get, I think her goal was to have Carrie be a stalker because, probably from experience, she knows how much it turns off men. And then, if she was getting being stalked too, they could have something to bond over and it worked. So, I think she was actually being very manipulative and kind of smart about it instead of, like you're saying, had she made a big deal and been like, I want to be with you and all this stuff, he would have been like, yeah, no, I said I didn't want that. And then Carrie would have continued dating him. So I just think it's scary that she did like, because you'd almost think a person like that would lose it anyways and be like, no, I want to be with you. So it's even scary, more terrifying how
0: manipulative she was. And it's also crazy because... I mean, I feel like chances are very low that Liz would know that Carrie was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Like Dave may not have even known because they were only together for like two weeks, you know. So what like what are the odds that Carrie did have? you know, a mental health issue and therefore police did not take her disappearance or the stalker thing seriously. Like I feel like she really lucked out on that because if she was just nobody knew about her mental health issues, those stalker things probably would have been looked into a lot sooner
2: i I agree, and I actually have never even thought about that, but that's a really good point because you don't like most people don't drop bombs on like a lot of people. There's still a lot of shame around it. She probably hadn't told him that yet, especially. Since he was saying it's just casual, she probably had not told him that yet. So, yeah, I think she probably got lucky um because the mom just brought that up when she was missing because she was wondering if she, that's why she up and moved. Correct.
0: Yeah. Like when they when she said that she moved to Kansas or whatever. Yeah.
1: Have we thought about um You know, right now, where the assumption is that Liz didn't know any of this stuff, she literally passed by Carrie 30 seconds left, decided I'm going to offer. But what if that's not the case? And this was premeditated, and she is such a stalker that she knew about Carrie
0: ahead of time because
1: realistically if I want if I liked a guy that much
0: She may have been the admin of Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Which, which <laughs> <Just> I, <kidding. laughs> I didn't was like up. your plot you're like, oh snap, she was an admin. <laughs> so
1: not not necessarily to that level, but you know st- stalked stalked him enough or social media or whatever to know that there is this other woman maybe like i i I don't know i feel like what if this was kind of premeditated she did her research she knew who this carrie bitch was and she's going to conveniently show up to his house when they are conveniently there for a date just to conveniently get her stuff and make herself known like oh i was i was you before i was his love before
0: apparently she'd been calling dave that day to schedule a time to come get her stuff and he like ignored her like wasn't calling her back and so she just showed up
2: i that could be true but maybe she did show up because she felt like there was another woman and then i guess we don't exactly know the time of we, they know she was killed pretty shortly after, but we don't exactly know the time of death. So maybe she did stalk the other woman after because, I mean, she found this guy's ex-wife. So maybe she did do a bit of research either after, maybe not before, but maybe after she saw her and got her stuff, she found out who she was. And then started plotting because she, she found that his ex-wife and that's, that was kind of bizarre to
1: me. And do you remember what year this was?
0: 2012?
1: Like 12 or 13. Yeah. I remember I was in college. Okay, good. So there was
2: social media and stuff. I was, I couldn't remember how old it was.
1: Well, they met plenty of fish. (laughs) So that's what made me think like, okay, so there's gotta, like they met on this dating site There's got to be, you know, what if he's posting, let's see, if this is 2012, Snapchat just came out in 2012, because that's when I got it. And, you know, what if there's Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, like, girls be crazy. We know how to find people that there's, you know, it, it, I would not put it past Liz if, she found out that he was with some other girl And she found out exactly who this other girl was It's not that hard I do it all the time
2: Um. Yeah and without being a crazy stalker I look up like Especially first of all You have to be safe So number one You have to be safe So I, as I like use that as my disclaimer for research
0: <laughs> Like first of all I'm not a stalker I'm a safety administrator Second of all <laughs> But also you're looking at people that like you would potentially go on a date with, not somebody, not like Lisa, who sees another girl and will (laughs) go to the depths of the earth.
2: So at the same time, a lot of these guys are like just putting myself in Liz's shoes for a minute. Not really because I'm not Liz, but a guy's like, oh, I don't want anything. Well, a lot of girls get attached regardless. What they dated for like two weeks, which is very, very short. But she probably
0: Liz and Dave dated for six months. Oh, probably it Daddy. was Carrie and Dave who dated for two weeks.
2: Okay, so that's that's a long that's enough time for her to feel an attachment. She had her stuff over there, whatever. I do find it a little, but guys would be guys, whatever. I think it's weird that he's had a date and was bringing somebody back with other women's stuff there it seems like get your stuff out before i bring other women in. but that's his life so that part i'm like okay dave you're asking for these women to be crossing paths and nobody wants that because that's drama but yeah i look up everything i have app security apps i've had people tell me they were age and then i talked to him on the phone and i'm like he sounded older and i looked him up and i found him and his age was older but online unfortunately has numbers addresses you go to all the social medias you see the thing maybe he hadn't posted carrie yet but maybe he did post this since he's a non-committing guy but maybe he did post a snapchat of them out and she's like oh who is she and those girls that are like that because my brother will never listen to this but there was a crazy girl he was talking to and he was not answering the phone and she Kept calling and kept calling and literally like tried to climb on my mom's balcony like a crazy. So when he didn't answer that day, she probably immediately was like, "There's a woman," and she probably started stalking all of it and everything and going over there and showing up.
0: Didn't she add you on Instagram or send you a message or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like he. Ch- she tracked down all of his family. I was like, where's my guy? Where is he?
2: It's just What's weird I never met her. So I'm like, why are you adding me? But I added her to be nosy. Um, but Another I,
0: I, one of Lisa's specialties.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did not answer her message when she reached out to me. Goodbye.
1: Yeah, so I, that's a little ballsy um, to add uh, his, well. Your brother's sister at his sister on.
0: So at she- his brother's sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother's I- sister's niece.
1: There are other ways. There are other ways. But um yeah, I just like that that's what was kind of going through my mind.
0: Lisa's like, we- what a freaking <laughs> rookie mistake. <laughs> 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 Amateur. There are plenty of other ways. <laughs> like you create a fake profile and then add them you freaking idiot
1: don't even have to do that like literally if you own a house it's public record and you can find anybody's address all i'm saying anyways
0: so she's never done this personally she's just like from what she's heard she's heard these things
1: yeah (laughs) i heard that you could find somebody's address on the internet (laughs) plenty of people's addresses (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyways, that's what was going through my mind. Like through, like when we were going over this, um, case, because as, because I do like I full transparency, I will, like, I'm a stalker to the extent, like, I will never physically stalk anybody. I will never go to the extent of Liz, but like, if somebody makes me mad, I'm gonna find out who you are. I'm gonna find out who your mom is. I'm gonna find out who your sister is. I'm not gonna, con- I'm not gonna contact them, but I'm gonna find out where you work. I'm not going to do anything about it. I just got to know for my peace of mind. And so I feel like the, <laughs> is that a trash bag?
0: I'm hiding. <laughs> She's like, Lisa, you're trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm but honestly. Sorry. <laughs> there are listen, Alexis had me search some people before too.
0: If I can't find it myself, I'll be like, and it's like hard, I feel like it's not even for me. It'll be like, hey, can you try to find XY and Z? She's like, yeah, I'm on it and then she will. And I'm like, perfect because <laughs> I know she's on the case.
1: Yeah um, Then Liz probably is I know honestly, I feel like she was smart enough to be able to re- do her research ahead of time um i again carrie was collateral collateral damage um dave literally i feel like he's irrelevant at this point um because he's just kind of like the love interest but i felt like he gave no like he didn't really help with anything other than like show the text messages like show that he is being stalked i just felt like he didn't i don't know I kind of felt like he was irrelevant. I don't know what you guys think. Um, What do you mean? You mean like to the story? To not to the story because I think he makes sense to like he's he makes sense as far as the case goes. I think as far as the the whole Carrie situation and the Liz situation, I feel like once that plot twist happened in the case. It was no longer about this guy and his relationships. I felt like the case was more about a psychotic ex-girlfriend.
2: I, I do feel like, I think, yeah, I think at that point, the cops just kind of, do you know the time, I don't know if we know the timeline. I feel like it was just because he was so convinced, like everybody else that it was Carrie, that I feel like his uh, brains were blown after that and he didn't even know what to do. And then I feel like once they realized it was her, it felt like it, but maybe it was just the way the case was being told. But it felt like after they focused in on her, it was like found this, found this, found this. It felt kind of quick and like then it was just kind of solved. And I think that's why it felt like
1: that. Agreed. Maybe irrelevant is the wrong word. I think that it was just once that plot twist happened, I literally like forgot about him. <laughs> like Dave who. Oh, yeah. He's like the boyfriend.
2: Dave probably wanted to be forgotten about. He probably went into freaking hiding after that. Like, what is happening?
0: One of my favorite mechanisms is, I'll just use it in a sentence, Dave, yes, probably blew his brain holes. I don't even remember what case it was. You were like, that just blew my brain holes. And I think about that every single time anybody says, like, mind blown.
2: Like a more impactful imagery because I'm, like, my whole brain blown. Blown. Not my mind, my brain.
0: So, yeah, he was, I mean, and he, like, he even said, you know, this has been going on for three years like, you think I care if that you're stalking me? You know, like, it just kind of becomes the norm. And he changed his number and this and that. And he, whereas she wasn't doing anything to him, like, it was pretty much, like, her attention turned to Liz. In quotes, you know, because Liz's attention turned to Liz. So, it's like, she wasn't burning Dave's house down. She wasn't killing Dave's pets. She wasn't shooting Dave, like... Liz is the victim here, you know? And that's why the police were like, yeah, mighty weird that Carrie would be focusing on Liz as a random woman that like that she didn't even know. And that's why they turned the attention to her. But I also want to talk about, before we wrap her up, Carrie, because she was the literal victim here. And I mean, imagine her, like she probably didn't see that coming because she did just see this woman in the hallway you know so we don't know exactly how it happened but I'm assuming maybe she stopped by the apartment or she walked I mean she was killed in her car so maybe she was sitting in the parking lot and waiting for Carrie to come you know down and you know grab grab a cup of coffee or whatever she was doing but I feel like she had no idea what was about to happen to her
2: and it kind of I mean, it's definitely unfortunate. She has a son, which is another victim, and he just got left behind with no mother. But also, bruh, tell me you're going to kill me? The guy is not worth it. Like, did she even give her a chance to just walk away? It seems like she just freaking killed her because Liz had only dated— or Terry had only dated him for two weeks, not six months— if some crazy girl was threatening her, I would have just been like, you know, you have, this girl is crazy. She threatened me. You can have him. And I would be out. But we don't know how that altercation went when they did see each other. Maybe she was like, leave him alone. And maybe she was like, no, you're crazy. Like he's dating me now. And then she snapped. That's just all speculation. But it's just like, if she knew she was serious, I feel like most people after two weeks would be like, Yeah, this isn't worth it.
1: See ya. Yeah, I have no other comments about this one. It it stumped me for sure.
0: Megan, you got anything else? I don't want to hear about it later in a text message.
2: What are you going to do? Block me? Yeah. I'm going to find your
0: address? You probably already have it. (laughs) I probably do.
2: (laughs) No, I don't think I have anything else to say. It just these stalker stories are crazy you should do another one because they're always interesting and me and my sister used to watch this show called who the bleak did i marry
0: yes i have finished all of those episodes and it was nuts
2: they're always insane and the men are always killing everybody and doing horrible torturous things and the women it's always like insane stalker stories so i don't know what's up with women and stalking, but like, well, we just, we just actually, I think we just <laughs> discussed it here <laughs> that there's a slight bit of stalk. I agree. I like stalker stories. Yeah, they're interesting. Just the links people go through to keep or obtain a person who probably really just doesn't like them that much
1: is insane.
0: My next stalker story is going to be on Lisa. That's
1: fine. I mean, you have prime interview time.
0: Yeah, one-on-one interview. Like, dateline. Uh,
1: Except, heads up, I have never killed anybody. I have never actually physically stalked anybody. I keep it. It's all on the internet. The interwebs. And the occasional (laughs)
0: drive-by. Just kidding. (laughs) Are you? (laughs)
2: Oh, good stuff.
0: Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you guys don't have anything else, then we will conclude this week's episode. Um, if everybody can leave a rating and review and follow us on Instagram at Murder in the Mountains and come back on Tuesday for a brand new episode. See ya. Bye. Bye.